You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, episode 30. Never relinquish your gift of agency. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this week. I hope that you are doing really well and that you are enjoying the podcast. Here we are at 30 episodes, which for some people, that's not a lot of episodes, but hey, I've never done 30 episodes of a podcast before. So this is a first for me. So I am celebrating that on my own. And I invite you to celebrate also by sharing it with others and helping it to grow even more. And especially if you are finding that it is making your day a little bit better, if it's helping you feel a little bit more compassion and love for yourself and for others, because that is what I am trying to do, to help you do that, help me do do that, just make the world better in my own small little way. This past weekend, I got to attend my Stakes General Conference, which was such a great experience. And one of the things that I actually really love about being in a calling that is a leadership position is the chance for more meetings because I'm kind of a church nerd and (laughs) I really like things like that. I like the chance to hear from others and to be part of a more intimate setting where there's more participation and you get to learn so many things from so many people. We had um, Elder John C. Pingree Jr., I believe is his full name. Yes, John C. Pingree Jr. um, preside at our state conference. He's a member of the 70. And every time he spoke, he just like went into the scriptures and it reminded me of when I was a missionary and I just... I knew a lot of scriptures really well and could just be like, oh, something this person said reminds me of this scripture and could really relate it to them. And I realized that's not a skill that I have anymore. And so there's like a little bit of scripture envy there, (laughs) but mostly I was so grateful for the things that he shared and the experiences that he had to share with us. And I just went into state conference knowing there's going to be something so good in here that that I would love to put onto my podcast because I love putting the the gospel and life coaching together because sometimes we have this disconnect where we love the gospel, we understand the gospel, it makes sense and we know that we want to do it. But the disconnect is sometimes in the application. Like, I know this, but I'm over here and I don't know how to get to to this good thing. And for me, the reason why 
I came to love life coaching so much is because it, it was kind of that bridge to fill in the gap to, to get over that disconnect. And, and so I'm just really excited to marry the two together. Something that Elder Pingree shared that I was like, yes, this is what I want to talk about. It comes from an experience that he had, that he had as an observer. He went to a stake conference in Mexico with Elder Bednar. And Elder Pingree, he wasn't even going to be speaking. Elder Bednar um, was up speaking to the youth. So it was kind of like an interactive thing. And Elder Bednar asked if there were any questions. And the first person to put up their hand was, was a young boy. And um, the way Elder Pingree said it, it sounds as if the boy started to ask a question for himself, but he stopped himself and asked it on behalf of a friend. But it doesn't really matter to this story. It's just, I don't know. I don't know why I felt the need to share that with you. But the boy asked Elder Bednar, what would you tell your friend who has a pornography addiction and who wants to stop, but just can't seem to be able to stop? And Elder Pingree said that without skipping a beat, Elder Bednar said to this young boy, you tell your friend to never relinquish your gift of agency. We are not. And then Elder Pingree went on to say, um, something about like that we're that we're never a victim to our circumstances i can't remember if he said those words or not but that's what i have written down so whether that was him or whether that was me that was kind of what was given across like no matter what the circumstances we always have our agency always so i love that elder bednar said never relinquish your gift of agency and when you think about what does it mean to relinquish something, I think of like choosing to let go, choosing to not have any more. And this idea that we're never a victim to our circumstances or, yeah, or that we never even need to be a victim to our circumstances really got me thinking, you know, addiction, like addiction to pornography or to any sort of substance or action doesn't have to control us. Like we don't have to be a victim to it. And in life coaching, it's important for me as a coach to know and communicate to my clients that circumstances are neutral. And so that would be an addiction to pornography or like looking at pornography or even an addiction to pornography is neutral, that it's inherently not good or bad. Now, as a member of the church, it's so valuable for me as a coach to be in this place of this person has an addiction to pornography. And for me, that creates like, and thinking of that as neutral helps me see that client as a person who's experiencing an addiction and there's nothing wrong about that person, right? They are experiencing this particular thing in mortality. And that helps create a space of openness and not judgment, non-judgment and, and love. 
Okay. Now, I don't want me or you to ever use circumstances are neutral as a, what's the word? As a thing to belittle what somebody is going through. Okay. And we're going to talk a little bit about this. So let's say right now you feel like you are a victim to your appetite. That's a real thing, right? Maybe it's, this is my weight. I've tried a bunch of things and I can't lose the weight. Like I can't is very much kind of putting yourself as that victim. I have, I don't have the agency. I don't have the ability to not eat the food. I don't have the ability to lose the weight. That's what that victim mentality does. Um, when, and when we look at something like abuse. So when I say that you're in an abusive relationship, that's quote unquote neutral as in that's a thing that's happening. Okay. It doesn't mean abuse isn't bad. Right. But we're just looking at, this is a thing that's happening. It's a fact, right? Sometimes saying this is a fact makes it, um, a little bit more palatable, right? So say you are in an abusive situation. You can say, well, how, how am I not a victim? Here's the thing. I think sometimes it, sometimes we do put ourselves, like call ourselves a victim. And I don't think that's inherently bad or problematic, but we don't have to stay there, right? So the fact is I am in an abusive relationship right? Maybe it's verbal, maybe it's mental, emotional, maybe it's physical. Never relinquish your gift of agency means you do have a choice. There may be some choices that you don't have, but what choices can you make, right? Because you always have the choice, whether it's what you're going to focus on with your thoughts or what actions you are going to do. You always have agency, um, maybe it is an addiction like pornography or alcohol or drugs or whatever else, right? You can be addicted to pretty much anything. Maybe it's an energy drink. Maybe it's chocolate bars. Victimizing yourself is saying, I can't stop. I have to do this. That takes away your power. That takes away your agency. Because if you have to do something, if you can't stop doing something, that makes you a victim, right? And there's nothing useful that comes from choosing to give away your agency in order to be a victim. Now, we are human, <laughs> and sometimes we choose to be a victim of our circumstances. I've done it, and I will continue to do it at times. The power that we gain when we choose to recognize, hey, I'm kind of putting myself as a victim. I'm believing that there's no point in trying. I'm believing that I can't do something or that I have no choice doesn't help us. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us from growing. It could be dangerous and harmful to ourselves, quite frankly. And so when Elder Bednar shared with this young boy, never relinquish your gift of agency. That's just sounded like such a power statement to me. Like, whoa, you're right. No matter the circumstance, they always have a choice. Now, as 
cliche as this may sound, or as nerdy, or what have you, I'm going to reference The Lord of the Rings. (laughs) And I guess I'm a bit of a nerd. I do have a daughter named after one of the characters from The Lord of the Rings. But just because we thought the name was really pretty. So anyways, do you remember whether you just read the books or if you've just seen the movies or if you've done both? Frodo, who is taking the Ring of Power to Mordor to destroy it, is feeling really down. (laughs) He's been just him and Sam and Smeagol Gollum for a long time. Now it's just Frodo and Sam and like everything's just just really horrible and awful. And now that I'm thinking about this, maybe it was after the ring was destroyed and they just were stuck. Anyways, it's not super important to the story. I'll continue on. Anyways, Frodo is just, he's feeling really down and really sad. And and his friend Samwise begins to encourage him where he's talking about the great heroes of the stories and how it's it's the challenges that they overcome that make them so inspiring someone who has it easy all the time isn't really inspiring but someone who faces a whole lot of challenges and struggles and ordeals and chooses to rise above it those are the people that we look up to those are the people who are our heroes so when you look at real life situations when you look at someone like um oprah winfrey when like she was just born into circumstances that were like so low and you're like there's not really much of a future for you and you see how she just loved and supported herself and like became who she is today like when you know her story that's really inspiring um When I remember when I was on my mission, uh, some of the popular things that the church was doing at the time were the I'm a Mormon messages. And I remember there being this one man who got bone cancer in his leg when he was like 14 or something, got his leg amputated just below the knee or something like that. And then he's home and his buddy comes over and says, Hey, are you going to the dance tonight at the school? This guy says, I just had my leg cut off. His friend says, oh yeah, I forgot. So are you coming? And then he like goes to the dance and he has become really innovative in creating prosthetic legs. And he like goes mountain biking and dancing. He's like, I'm a pirate every year for Halloween and like dancing on a peg leg. And he's just overcome like not having a leg and having a great attitude at life, right? Like that is inspiring. Every time someone overcomes a challenge that we're like, oh my gosh, I don't think I could do that. We just have so much admiration for that person. And that's because they they are keeping their agency. Whether or not that's the way that they would word it, that is what they are doing. They have a choice and they are choosing to make choices that will help them grow and become better. And sometimes you do that too. You do. Where in your life have you experienced a challenge and you have chosen to grow and become better from it? 
I know I have times like that, 100%. And sometimes like you feel very called to it. And even though it's challenging, you just, you just know that it's right. I remember when I put my mission papers in, um, I put them, I submitted them while I was down at BYU-Idaho and then I was going to be home to get my call and I kept not getting it and not getting it and not getting it. And so I could have just been like, well, I guess I'm not supposed to serve a mission. I guess the prophet doesn't think I'm good enough for anywhere, but I knew that I needed to serve a mission. And so I finally called my stake president from down at BYU-Idaho. Turns out he had forgotten to push submit like full on mistake, accident. He felt horrible. He sent them in and it was fine. I got my mission call to the one mission that frankly, I didn't want (laughs) Temple Square. (laughs) And, but I knew I was going. And so it was fine. And so I had a date to start my mission. And then I didn't get my visa and didn't get my visa and things just weren't working well. And there were just so many challenges, but I knew I was going on a mission. Like that wasn't even a question. And so I was overcoming these challenges and getting all these letters and waiting for things. And then having my mission start date push back. And then I got on my mission. (laughs) So I got there and then it was insanely hard. And I cried pretty much every night of the first few weeks, (laughs) at least but I knew that I was supposed to be out there. And so I grew, I chose when I was struggling, I chose to study the scriptures. I chose to look for the joy in the gospel that Lehi and Nephi talked about in their vision of the tree of life. I chose to come closer to the savior. And that helped me to grow and become a better missionary a better person, a more confident person, a more faithful person. And so that's not like the greatest story of overcoming challenges in the world, not by a long shot. But for me, those events are pivotal in my life because I still look back at those. I still draw strength from those. I still look back at that time and see how it has influenced me now. So what times have you chosen to grow from your challenges? Now, we all also have times where we experience challenges and we make the choice to kind of relinquish our agency. The times where we say, there's no point. I can't do this. There's nothing that I can do. I've tried, but I can't. I see this a lot with women trying to lose weight who really just believe that nothing they will do will work. They just really believe it. I see it with um, workplace situations, right? Where there's no one else to work this shift. And so I feel like I have to, right? Um, I can see it in in other health goals, like maybe to be able to run a marathon, but I'm not a runner. I can't do it. We can even see it in, um, like in parenting. Okay. I've been kind of in this 
parenting slump where it's like my child does not listen unless I yell at them. So I have to yell at them. Now I've lost the choice to not yell at my child in order for them to listen. And then just a few days ago, I had this beautiful opportunity to go in with my son who was really upset. And I chose to pray. I chose to listen to him. I chose to not turn things back on. Well, you, well, you, well, you. I made the choice to listen to him and listen to the spirit. And it was fantastic. And I didn't yell at him at all. And we had a really beautiful teaching opportunity where I got to help him recognize the Holy Ghost and feel loved. Have a really great night. But that's not available when I'm really believing my child won't listen to me unless I yell. I, in those moments, I relinquish my agency. Say, okay, Satan, you win because all I can do is act like you. <laughs> right? So when is a time that you have or that you are experiencing right now where you are relinquishing your agency? It's so important to be honest with yourself and not mad at yourself. If you realize, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm stuck here because I'm just making this choice. I'm just giving up my agency. I'm just playing the victim. Way to go, me, right? Like when you're mean about it to yourself, that's not going to be helpful. And so that's not the purpose of this. The purpose is to lovingly look at your own life to see what you're doing and what's not helpful. Because all of us are doing things that are unhelpful for us. And we're all doing things that are helpful for us. So whether you are in a like big, big thing where like everyone would say, oh yes, you are the victim here. Even if you have a situation like that, check in with yourself. And instead of focusing on, on what you can't do, just ask yourself, what can I do? Because that question invites the exercising of your agency, which is a God-given gift. Isn't it amazing that even if like, we are physically restrained, we still have a choice because we have our brains we have our minds we have our thoughts and we can do so much without physically doing anything it makes me think of Alma I think it was Alma right where they were in bondage and they weren't allowed to pray out loud and so they didn't but they never ceased praying in their minds what an incredible gift. We always have agency. And the only time we don't have agency is when we choose to relinquish it, when we choose to give it away. So it can be a big thing. It can be a really big thing. And, and it can be really hard to 
choose to hold on to our agency or to take it back. But I promise you that you do always have it. And when you use it, well, here's the interesting thing. Even when you choose not to use it, you're using your agency. So use it wisely. Use it in a way to help yourself. Also reach out to me. I have openings. I have availability to take one-on-one clients. And I would love to help you. Sometimes we can't recognize things where we are giving away our agency. But I can help you recognize that in a really loving way. There's nothing that is too bad. Okay? You are human experiencing earthly experiences. Some of them we like, some of them we don't. All right, that is what I have for you this week. Have a beautiful week. And I'll talk to you next time. I'm actually going to be having quite a few guests come on for these next episodes. I'm really excited for that. All right, talk to you later. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others. Rate it and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try-it-out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.